Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I want to talk a little bit about the Catholic idea of calling a priest father and our modern church growth movement idea of calling a pastor a leader, and maybe even the Jewish faith calling the uh, rabbi the rabbi, as it were. And uh, what brought this about is I was, uh, I was on, on an online discussion board the other day, and a guy came up and just asked some questions. And uh, it turned out that he was a, a very uh, pro-Catholic guy who uh, seemed to want to have more of an argument than he wanted to actually get, get answers. And that's okay. And I'm actually going to read through all the videos he sent me or watch through them all and do, give appropriate responses. But this is the first, uh, the first point, because in the middle of this, he asked me, you know, what do you think of the priest being called father in the Catholic Church? I said, well, there's a specific verse in the Bible that says don't do that. And what we want to do is we want to analyze that. Now, at the forefront, I want to say that as a, as a Protestant Christian who have evaluated a variety of different faiths, I do not hold that the tenets of the Catholic Church are ones that lend to salvation based upon what the Word of God happens to say. Now, that being said, I believe that there are many saved people in the Catholic Church. You're just saved in spite of the Church, not because of it, uh, as a friend of mine once said. So, what does that verse actually say? Well, it's in uh, chapter uh, Matthew chapter 23, verse 9. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father... He who is in heaven. Now, we'll get into the wider context of this verse in a bit, but what I want to start with in saying is this. The idea here about a, uh, the idea in here, of course, this doesn't forbid you from saying, you know, calling your biological father your father. That's not a forbiddance of that. We also have a similar situation in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 1. Do not sharply rebuke an older man, but rather appeal to him as a father and younger men as brothers. So what's the discrepancy here in what Jesus is going to be talking about here in the verse in Matthew? Well, in the Timothy verse, it's to show the respect of that you would show your father. You know, I've, I've been watching every now and again, I'll pick up an episode of, you know, Beyond Scared Straight. You know, they take these, these hoodlum children into a jail tour for a day and, you know, watch them all cry out and all this. And almost every one of these kids, it boils down to a lack of respect of their parents. And when we're talking about having respect for our parents, we're talking about having respect, and let's just use the term father, uh, not to be patriarchal, but just in the context of, of the verse here, of course, uh, Timothy and Titus also address women as mothers, you know, older men as fathers, equivalent aged men as brothers in Christ. These are all important statements that bear a uh, that bear being said, but we want to look at the wider context, and so let's have a look at this. So we're going to look at Matthew chapter twenty-three, and we're going to do verses one through twelve to gain the wider context. Now, this is right before Jesus goes into the woes to the Pharisees. I have a series of blog posts on those on the website, uh, which is, by the way, brand new uh, revised websites. So if you visit the fat in the past and you couldn't stand how slow it was, we've gotten rid of the old technology. We're on a new technology. It is wicked fast now, and all the posts are much easier to find and search for. So, And we've separated the blog posts from the podcasts now, so you can easily find the difference between the posts and the podcasts. And I have in, uh, intentions of writing more on the site again now that things better organized. But um, 
this is right before this, so this kind of leads to the beginning part before he starts preaching the woes to the Pharisees. Then Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees have seated themselves in the chair of Moses. Therefore, all that they tell you, do and observe, but do not do according to their deeds. For they say things and do not do them. They tie up heavy burdens and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves are unwilling to move them or with so much as a finger. But they do all, but they do all their deeds to be noticed by men, for they broaden their phylacteries and lengthen the tassels of their garments. They love the place of honor at banquets and the chief seats in the synagogues and respectful greetings in the marketplaces and being called rabbi by men. But you do not be called rabbi, for one is your teacher and all are your brothers. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. Do not be called leaders, for one is your leader, that is Christ. But the greatest among the, you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. Now most of this is easy to understand. I want to look at one verse just for clarity so you understand it. Verse 5 uh, they do all these deeds to be noticed by men. They broaden their phylacteries and lengthen the tassels of their garments. Okay, this is actually a going back to part of the Old Testament uh, priestly garments. They had the phylacteries and they had these tassels. These were actually parts on the garments that actually contained several scripture verses from the Old Testament law. So the longer they were, it was basically a sign that these are the verses you're memorizing. So it's like a uh, look at how many verses I have memorized. And that's really what they're what they're talking about in that section over there. I just wanted to bring bring a little bit of clarity to that part where you might be looking at that saying, I don't understand what they're doing. So they're doing other deeds to be noticed. They broaden these. Basically, they're putting, they're lengthening things. They're lengthening their memory. They're lengthening their their um, their prayers. And of course, the longer it is, the more spiritual one were to become. That's the context of what he's talking about. Then he gets into this. Do not be called a rabbi for one is your teacher and you are all brothers. So what we see here is this early idea of the saints in the early foundation of the church before the official breaking off of the Catholic Church, which there was not this succession of popes from Peter on up. There are these things in the uh, Roman Catholic Church called hiographers, and they would go back and they would actually invent histories for these old saints to tie the saints into some of the other things in the culture. The first official pope in Rome was actually Leo I, and I, I'm forgetting the exact date. It was either 300 or 600 AD. I, my apologies, I'll flash on the screen down there if I remember. So, um, what's going on here though is that there wasn't this big succession of this church order where you had these higher ups and then you had the lower church laity. This is a manufacturing of the Roman Catholic Church and one of the things that was restored in the Reformation. However, we're starting to see in modern day, we're starting to see this break back up as we have more leader structures where we have a lot of these church growth movements that want to do away with the concept of a pastor and go with a leader instead. And the problem is you're not allowed to confront your leader on anything. Because he has received his vision from God, you submit or you leave our church. Well, that's the same exact thing that the Catholic Church was doing in the Middle Ages, in the dark periods, because it was like, we are the, lay the, the, we are the clergy, you are the laity, you do what we say, and this is what led to all the abuses that caused Martin Luther to nail his 95 theses to the door in Wittenberg. All right, but looking at the greater context, do not call anyone on earth 
rabbi, for one is your teacher and all are brothers. Again, we are all on this equal plane spiritually. Now, this is not to denigrate the fact that there's more learned people, there's elders in the church, there are, in a way, de facto leaders in the church, which are not beyond question or measure, they're all also accountable to the scriptures and can take in some input from the congregation as well. That's your distinction. The next verse, he says, is, Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father who is in heaven. Now, when we were getting into this discussion with this gentleman, and he says, well, the English may not... Go, go right. So I said, all right, fine. I went back into the Latin, Latin church, Vulgate, pater. Um, and it's actually used as a play on words that's not quite as reflected here in the NASB, where it says here, uh, your father for one, oh, it does. Oh, my, my apologies. Father, lowercase, and it says, for one is your father, capital. The actual Greek does this. The actual Greek capitalizes the second instance of father and lowercase is the first, and it is the exact transliteration Greek father, uh, which I think is also the same word pater, but I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, I'm better at Latin than Greek. Um, so looking at all of that, we have this command, hey, don't have a higher up and this lower class who don't do anything. Uh, in the fathers, do not have a spiritual authority. This is actually what this, the overall principle is. This is not the the, this is not a, an office that is respect earned or knowledge. This is literally do not have somebody as a spiritual title or a spiritual authority. So in other words, if you go into the Catholic Church and you go in and do your confessional, do you have the ability to argue with the priest and say, well, I don't know, I don't think it was that big of a sin, maybe I'll do like two Hail Marys instead of five. You don't have that ability. The priest is basically your spiritual authority. That is the very thing that Jesus is denying in this verse. And then the last one here I like focusing on um, in uh, verse 10, do not be called leaders for one is your leader and that is Christ. And uh, different translations have different words for that one there. I think one of them is, um, uh, one of them I think the ESV uses, uh, it's not, it, it might be teachers, it's another word for teachers. But the principle here is that do not have a separation that separates the clergy as one higher level over the laity as another. This is something that in the Protestant church that's well-functioning and not bought into modern doctrine, the pastor is there as a guide and a shepherd. He's not there to lord his position over. In fact, that is another statement which is in Peter where uh, he says, you know, do not lord your position over the others. And that's exactly what we see in many of the cases where you're to be called rabbi, you're to be called father, or even in these modern church growth movements, you'll be called leader. This is a foreign concept in scripture. Our task as Christians is to have an equal playing field with one another, and sure, there's going to be people more experienced in the church. There's going to be people who will correct us in the church. There's going to be there's going to be a leadership structure in the church, but none of this is to lord it over and create a separate uh, a separation between the clergy and the laity. And that's exactly what has happened in the Catholic Church. And to a degree, that's also exactly what's happening in the modern church growth movements, where we have this idea of 
We have this idea of the higher up leadership. It cannot take any input from down. They just have it in their head. This is our statement from God and we're not deviating, period. Well, that's not an appropriate scriptural response to be perfectly candid according to what the Bible actually says. So hopefully that clears up the idea of fathers in the church and calling people fathers. And I do want to do a more expanded post on just that one particular uh, viewpoint for this gentleman, but uh, those are kind of my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts on all this in the comments down below. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.